the college football experience, Jacksonville State Gamecocks 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gamblehead Podcast Networks brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes, Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million are up for grabs. Get all the details at CircaSports.com. And remember, as always, folks, too, let it ride. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes! 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 Welcome! Welcome to the college football experience. Jacksonville State Gamecocks 2023 season preview episode. You know I'm excited to talk a little Gamecock football. See, this might be the real Gamecocks. It might be. I mean, uh, the other Gamecocks... Same region of the country in that southeast. You know, I do believe that, uh, you know, maybe there's a, a chance they meet in a bowl game at some point in the near future. Mm. Oh, they we meet can on find the schedule out. this year, buddy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm looking at last year. Who's asleep at the wheel? Uh, I per- thought I remembered that, but I was looking at last year's as I was saying that, and uh, I was like, yeah, they're, they're not on there. But, yes, they are on there this year. They are, they are. We're going to talk all about it. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, a.k.a. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and... Um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. I'm dying this fucking country ass fucked up town. Shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see pilot. Let's get the fuck out of this country, mother. A lot of teams are going to be saying that they're going down to Jacksonville, Alabama to take those L's, I think, Patty C. Yeah, could be. Could be. A lot of teams have been doing that. Ask Florida State what happened the last time they put Jacksonville State on the schedule. Uh, L. Two years ago. That's right. Ask Ole Miss what happened last time they put Jacksonville State on the, on the schedule. Oh. Hell. All right. They got pedigree. Those aren't small-time They should have beat Auburn be. one of those years, too. Folks, I'm excited. I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito-eating, sideline kiss-stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. hi Well... Another Alabama school. What's not to like? Alabama's a football it. state, baby. They are winning football state. Let's go. What? Uh, UAB? What was their record last year? Uh, 12 and 2 or something? No, no, no. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, South Alabama, 10 and 3 last year. Troy? Uh, Troy was 12 and 2 last year. Yeah. Alabama's Alabama. Auburn, Auburn had a losing record. Auburn's been having a tough time. <laughs> but they're going to come back. Yeah. But. Uh, what do we got here? We got a Patty C. This is long overdue. This team's been very good in the FCS ranks, you know, uh, for quite some time, really, man. Uh, 
I know you are a Rich Rodriguez fan. I am a big Rich, Rich Rod fan. I think that if he had had more time at Michigan, they would have continued to improve and they might be a different team now. In fact, I'm, I guarantee you they would. They'd be a very, very – who knows if he would still be there, but they would have had some great years. Either way, did a great job at Arizona and did a great job at uh, Monroe the one year he was there. Yeah. And now he's doing a great job at South Alabama he, or uh, at uh, Jacksonville yeah. State. Right? Yeah, definitely. And they won – look, the Jacksonville State, nice program. They won a natty in 1917 when they went 9-0, Patty C. Ben Harris was the coach then. Feel free to hit us up. We will deem you national champions. Uh, Hello. We know how this works. Just put it like this. We know how this works. All you need is a publication. We are a publication. They also, in 1947, went 9-0 again. This team's been playing ball for yeah. a long so time. Give them a natty there. That's another natty. 1904 was when they started playing That's ball. That's what I'm talking about, buddy. You got to love it, man. You got to love it. This might be one of the longest tenured uh, FCS football playing programs out there say for like the ivy league 1955 they might have won an natty dude they have tw- they, they've been a fucking blue blood go back and look every decade they have the, uh set they won an natty in 1970 went 10 and 0 under charlie pell mm. i mean they, they honestly kicked ass man they yeah. have like double digit win seasons every all they do decade. is win 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 um let's see i mean what since 2000 three so 20 years ago in the last 20 years they've only had I believe one losing season yeah pretty wild that's pretty good pretty wild so if they I, once again you might be seeing we saw this with georgia southern they came up won nine games right two losing seasons sorry two losing seasons georgia southern jumped up won nine games yeah. right they had a history of being winning national championships in the fcs ranks and beat a oh shit they went to the swamp and beat Florida without completing the pass. <laughs> they pushed Georgia to overtime one of those years. Yeah. Right? You've seen Appalachian State success. They come right up. Boom. They're beating Texas A&M. They're beating, uh, you know, North Carolina and Michigan and shit. You saw James Madison last year do the same. Jacksonville State, I think, probably going to be on, that, on this list, right? Yeah. And they're way under the radar because they haven't been winning – FCS championships. And so, you know, like you said, App State had been a uh, FCS champion. JMU had been and yeah. uh and um uh who was the other one you mentioned? Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern. Southern had five. All but... of those had this like um championship pedigree in recent history, so they were all over everyone's radar. Jacksonville State not going to be on anyone's radar really nationally, I don't think. But they have so many good But they're probably yeah. just as yeah. good as yeah. those teams. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about Rich Rod, uh, who just turned 60 back on May 24th. Patty C, you know what? I'm thinking something crazy here. Uh, they're not going to want to hear me say it though, but, uh, look folks, uh, before we do, we, we jump into the transfer portal, the offense, the defense, the special teams and see how Jacksonville state will do in year one in the FBS. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. Might I add? Um, and folks, you should be subscribed over on YouTube. You can watch this youtube.com slash the college experience. Remember we host, this is the college experience. Uh, but we also host the FCS college football experience. We also host the college basketball experience and the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Check us out. Uh, but I also want to tell you that the Jacksonville state Gamecocks 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by Circa sports. Yes. Circa millions. 
Plus, Circus Survivor are back. $14 million in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. Circa millions. Uh, look, you pick five NFL picks ATS each week. All right, boom, done. Uh, Circus Survivor, you just pick a different money line winner each and every week. Can't play the same team twice. You enter in Las Vegas, play from anywhere. Uh, Sports Gambling Podcast will be out there. You know, SGPN crew will be there last weekend in August. Once again, CircusSports.com for all the details. That's CircusSports.com. What would you do with $14 million, people? All right, I'd tell you, I'd be at Circa betting my ass off and hanging out at the stadium, swimming, hanging out with Derek Stevens. Shout out to Derek. Great guy. Um, yeah. So what would you do with $14 million? That's what you need to think about. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Jacksonville state 2023 season preview episode. Patty C. Uh, we break down all these episodes based on the portal. This one's a little bit different because they are uh, coming in from the FCS ranks, but we can still we can still talk about it. All right, uh, they lost uh, wide receiver Ahmad Edwards. He transferred out. He's still in the portal. That's what's amazing is the guys that are in the portal. I don't think they've landed anywhere. Uh, Offensive tackle Charles Paget, no relation to Scott. <laughs> uh, he is in the portal. Running back Patrick Johnson's in the portal. If, offensive lineman uh, Creighton. Moon Chow is in the portal. Cornerback Aaron McLaughlin in the portal. Uh, TJ Lockley at the wide receiver position. Linebacker Osiris Smith, portal. Offensive tackle Brevin Jones, portal. Safety Amon Scarborough. I wonder if there's any relation. Tom Bowie. Uh, he's in the portal. Defensive lineman DJ Coleman is also in the portal. Incoming, though, Patty C., is running back Malik Jackson, who's penciled in to be the starting running back of this team. He comes over from Terry Bowden. And guess mm. what? You know who used to coach with Terry Bowden? Rich Rodriguez. There you so, go. He is a known quantity to the head coach. I, well, I think he probably recruited this kid. Yeah. Brings him in from Texas where he went to high school. Then he brings in wide receiver Jamari Joyner from Arizona. Guess who used to coach at Arizona? Rich Rodriguez, do you That's think true. there might have been a connection yeah. there? I don't know, but uh, Tucson, Arizona is where Joyner went to high school. Stands to reason. Then one of my favorite names of all in all of college football is safety coming over from the Maine Black Bears, Austin Ambush. Oh, that's a great name. Please. That's safety Especially is perfect. Safety, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's amazing. Uh, also, defensive end uh, from ULM is Quay Drake coming in. Also, cornerback Travis Collier from the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers coming in. And then quarterback Logan Smothers from the Nebraska Cornhuskers, Patty C. Kind of like that. Would you say they won the portal? It sounds like it. I mean, being able to pilfer players from uh, Louisiana Monroe, you know, I'm, I don't know how much uh, Bowden probably loves that, but uh, Malik Jackson good for 800-some-odd yards, 800 60 yards over the last two years. That's a nice pickup, you know. So you put that in and you combine it with what they got. Maybe that offense continues to move. Yeah. And I can tell you this, man. I, I am uh, somewhat, uh, well, I'm not going to rattle off the offensive numbers, defensive numbers, because they were in the FCS a season ago. But Patty, see, if you look back at a year ago, this team only lost two games. Now they did get their ass whooped by the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. But we should note Tulsa had uh, some very good players uh, that got 
drafted or stolen in the portal that are starting elsewhere. Um, it's tough to dress that one up. You know, they, they dominated the rest of their schedule. Some decent teams. Uh, Davidson made the FCS playoffs. Stephen F. Austin was pretty solid, I feel like. Southeast Louisiana, who their other loss was to, uh, was decent, 9-4. and four. They made the playoffs. Yeah, Austin P. They, they smacked Austin P. It was a decent team. They smacked Eastern Kentucky. It was an FCS playoff team. So, I think, that, you know, just the Tulsa game. That's the one. Well, it's just the, the level of competition. I do think they're facing a massive jump. But their previous uh, performances against Power 5 and high-level Power 5 teams, like you said, Florida State. And who was the other one? Ole Miss. They Ole won Miss. in Oxford. Yeah. That uh, that suggests that maybe they can compete with the big boys. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot to be. But I, I'm optimistic. I think, that, I think the transition, you'll see some closer games. You won't see as many blowouts. But I still think they're going to come out on top of a lot of them. And, I mean, how, do you think from a coaching standpoint, they have a coach that, uh, well, Patty C, he's 172 and 121. This guy has won everywhere he's been, basically. He's 9-2 and two in year one. That was his first year at Jacksonville State last year. Yeah. 9-2. and two. So uh, maybe the system. They, took, they did play Tulsa in September. So uh, this is a guy that, you know, made the, a bowl game four out of five years. Uh, I'm sorry five out of six years in Arizona and Arizona is not known to be going to bowl games uh, at Michigan. Sure. He went three and nine year one, five and seven year two, but the final year they fired him. He was seven and six. I mean, you think about Michigan too. He had what Steven three, like a, yeah. a fat white quarterback as yeah. this guy. Then a year two at Michigan Tate four CA for, you know, probably the first few games of the year before figuring out uh, Donard Robinson. Donard Robinson was super raw and the offense started to go there. He was a game away from the national championship. This is one of the greatest what ifs. Yeah. Uh, because he was about to go to Alabama and leave West Virginia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they had to play for the net. Like what was he couldn't leave the undefeated team. Yeah. Right. He had to stick around yeah. to see if they were going to make the national championship. Yeah, so they had to play pits. I wonder if that was a distraction. No, from, this is uh, hilarious. The West that's Virginia when they signed game. Saban. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got so Saban. He he has this big impact on college football, let alone from him being a successful coach that almost played for the national championship. But uh, everything was rerouted. History yeah, the was rerouted. Entirety yeah. of college football yeah. has been, you know, by that moment. Unbelievable. Um, but he's won everywhere he's been. He won at West Virginia. He, you know, his final three years at West Virginia, he had three double digit win seasons. He won at uh, Glenville State. Shout out to our friend Jerry Glanville. Uh, I don't know if that is any connection, but uh, and uh, you know, I feel like I feel like uh, it's a very good coaching hire for this institution. Yeah, the dude can coach offense, especially when he's got a, a speedster at quarterback. You know, and it seems like he has that. Um, so that offense will move, but I, do you think he's here for long or do you think, well, that's the question, you know, Neil Brown is on very thin ice in Morgantown. Some of the big boosters really want him back. Well, and boosters have money. I saw West Virginia's NIL collective, like top 10 right now in the country. Yeah. Uh, he played at West Virginia. I know it was an ugly divorce when, when, when he went to Michigan, but this is a guy that played there in 81, 82, 83 and 84. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was a, a GA at West Virginia. He coached linebackers at West Virginia. He, I mean, three different stints. And then he was the head coach. Well, I think West Virginia fans can forgive because he's one of their own, man. He's they would be from very Grant Town, West Virginia. Yeah, silly not to. 
allow him another chance at it. Yeah, I'm just and saying, let's say, let's say he wins eight or nine games this year. I think they got to consider this. Like, uh, Jacksonville State fans got to consider the fact that he might leave. Yeah. Uh, and to me, I only think there's one P5 that would offer it. West Virginia. West Virginia. You know, I've always been an advocate of he and Foster, Bud Foster, getting together just because I think they'd be dynamite together. And Rich Rodriguez, the one downfall of his system had always been the defensive side of the ball. Um, and last year being evidence, you know, they didn't generate many turnovers, Bud Foster being a turnover uh, creating machine. So I want that to happen, but I think uh, Virginia tech, uh, Brent Pry has probably got at least one more year there. I think Virginia tech would eventually consider him even though he's, you know, from the rival, you know, but he, he had bought property in Blacksburg. So there was, there was chatter the last time uh, before Pry got hired that Rich Rodriguez was a name. So, I, but there are a few. And if he keeps winning, I think his name is going to gain a little more traction all over the you know country. But so certainly, I'm just saying for next year. For next year, I West think, Virginia, yeah. I agree, is probably I one of the only probably places. For P5. Uh, for P5. You, no, you could talk me into Memphis hiring him. Yeah, that's true. You could talk me into uh, you know some other schools hiring him. If, let's say Charles Huff goes to because charles huff almost got hired away this past year he would interviewed you go to marshall i think he would <laughs> oh, that'd be fun that would be I, fun. I think he would <laughs> uh folks uh look I, i'm not going to spew off the numbers here because they were in the fcs last season they weren't they couldn't they weren't eligible for the fcs playoffs it's hard to, to deduce a lot of stuff from from that but i will tell you this zion webb is back for his seventh <laughs> college football season Seventh, Patty. See, this is an originally a Clemson recruit. Yeah, where Rich Rodriguez has some uh, history there as well. Yeah, I mean, how uh, did he do last year? Uh, Six hundred forty-seven uh, rushing yards, passing wise, seventeen thirty-seven, ten touchdowns, nine interceptions. Not amazing. He can play though. I watched him a couple years ago against Florida State, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay. And they also have Logan, some others. The uh, the Nebraska transfer. They also have a true freshman uh, in Earl Woods. I know they're excited about. It. They also have a walk on Ashton Fry that's in the mix too. Um, little depth, little depth. Running back position. Malik Jackson coming in from ULM is uh, is, is that guy. I know they were surprised. Uh, you know uh, that they were able to pull him away from from Tommy Bowden. I'm sorry, Terry Bowden. They also have Anwar Lewis, uh, who who's played some too. I, I, eight hundred eighteen yard or eight, yeah, eight hundred eighteen yards last year. So maybe a little running back I battle. I don't like the backfield, man. I yeah. don't like the backfield. Wide receivers: uh, Sterling Galbon is back. PJ Wells is back, and then they bring in the Arizona transfer and Jamari Joiner. Joiner, I'm sorry, Joiner, Joiner. Uh, so I kind of like the wideouts. The tight end Sean Brown is back. Patty C. Yeah. And get this, four out of five on the offensive line are back, uh, including Clay Webb, who transferred in from Georgia. That's right? huge. Yeah. Continuity on the offensive line in a system where, you know, like the read option, it, it, granted, it's not the most complicated system in the world. But, uh, again, it's like the triple option. It's one of those where the more simple it becomes, it's it becomes more about execution and precision and timing and uh you know, if you are ahead of the defense, right, then they have to make these super quick decisions. Having experience is massive in this system. And that right guard, Brock Roby, started. He was a transfer from Glenville State. So Rich Rod still got those ties to West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, I think the offense is going to be pretty good, buddy, especially if Zion Webb can stay healthy. 
Well, you know what? I, I want to see these running backs a little more closely. I didn't get to watch much Jacksonville State last year, obviously. But, um, you know, it, going back to his West Virginia days, it was Pat White and um, Steve Slayton. Slayton. Yeah. When he had an elite game breaker at running back and at quarterback, that's when they were a national championship level team. And that's all it's ever really taken. At Michigan, all he had was Denard Robinson. They didn't have a game breaking running back. At Arizona, all he had was um, who was the cute quarterback that uh, Khalil Tate Tate. Yeah. You know, he was a game yeah. breaker quarterback, but they never had a game breaking running back. You get him a true. I mean, I don't. That's the thing. That's why he's probably, I guess, not going to stay forever. It's just because I don't know if you're going to be able to get that talent at Jacksonville State. But maybe maybe they 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 do have access to that talent and we just don't know it yet. Well, they return the entire defensive line. That's good. And that they also good. bring in Jeff Marks, a grad transfer from Purdue, right? Uh, Linebacker-wise, I think this is where you circle a lot of unknowns here. Just one of three back. Jalen J-Rock Swain is their top guy, their only guy back, actually. They're going to be breaking in some new linebackers. Quay Drake came in in the portal from ULM. He's projected to start. Uh, and then Larry Worth, the sophomore, is the other projected starter. Um. So that's the big the big question mark there. The secondary, Colby Fuqua is back at the nickelback spot. Uh, <laughs> great name. Great name. Uh, also, cornerback Jamari Jemison is back, and your free safety, Jeremiah Harris, is back. They also have Fred Perry on that depth chart. Uh, so you're breaking in, what, a strong safety in Yesman Green uh, and your other corner in Marco Baker. Patty C., the kicker, punter, they're back. Um Again, they need to figure out a way to generate more turnovers. Like eight, no one had more than two interceptions on the team last year. I don't know if that's just playing conservative football on the defensive side and letting the uh, hear me out though. Because yeah. look, if I'm looking at last year's starters, I am seeing that they were starting three sophomores. Wait, so three, four, uh, five, six. So they were starting uh, six sophomores a year ago. Okay. Maybe that's just the difference right there. And I, maybe I'm being optimistic. I don't know, but I can tell you this. I trust Rich Rodriguez. I think he's a pretty damn good coach. Kind of kind of thought he got a raw deal at Arizona personally. Yeah. I mean, he did a great job. What did he uh, took him to the uh, Peach Bowl. Yeah. Right? Did a great job. They, played, they, get, the, they played the Pac-12 championship a couple years. Did they get rolled in the Peach Bowl? I, think I feel they like did. Boise rolled them, I think right? they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, maybe it was Ole Miss. I forget which Um. Either way, I'm kind of optimistic on this roster. I know there's a lot of unknowns, uh, but year two, let's let's look at Rich Rod's year twos. Uh, you know, obviously he won nine games in, in year one, but once again, that was against the FCS. Uh, you look back at at the other years that that he so at Glenville State, he he went from one and seven and one in year one to four and five and one. That was in 1990. At West Virginia, he went from three and eight to nine and four. At Michigan, he went from three and nine to five and seven. And at Arizona, year one, he went eight and five. Year two, he goes eight and five. So, what do you do year three? Year three, 10 and four. Lost in the Fiesta Bowl. So, either way, improvement is coming. Yeah. It seems like. But how do you improve that much on nine and two? I guess if you translate nine and two at the FCS level to what it typically would be at the FBS level. Let's put him at five and four. Maybe he makes them a seven and five 
caliber or five, five, five and seven rather they become a seven and five caliber. Team. We're going to get into, we're going to go game by game on the schedule, but I think this roster is better than what I thought it was going to be before we did this. Yeah. I mean, having a seventh year quarterback, uh, <laughs> always good. Always good. Having a guy named J rock. That's his like yeah. actual first name. Yeah. Great, great DJ too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Folks, uh, look, before we get to going game by game on the Gamecocks schedule, I want to tell you that the college football experience, Jacksonville State 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania is here, and uh, Underdog Fantasy has given away $15 million in prizes. Yes, uh, Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. They also have college football, and that rolls around. There's so many ways to win over at Underdog, and Underdog's available in so many different states. Head on over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. It's UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, we are back, Patty C. If you see this, if you're watching on YouTube right now, YouTube.com slash The College Experience, please, first off, go over to iTunes. Give us five-star reviews. I mean, come on. Come on, we, we're going through 133 teams to do this shit every year. Get on over to Throw iTunes. Give us some five-star reviews. the least we can do. We're not trying to take your fucking money. Come on, Gamecocks right? fans. We're rooting for Let's you. Let's go. Uh, Give us some love. But if you're watching on YouTube, shout out to our graphics guy, Cam Kerr. How do you see the win total sitting at five? I can tell you, knowing that uh, without looking at the schedule, I know they are joining the new CUSA. I think they can hit over five. Yeah. I think they can hit over five. Let's dive into it, though, and let's get specific because uh, week one, Patty C, and this schedule is fun. It's a fun schedule. (laughs) Week zero is what I mean to say. The UTEP Miners and Dana Dimmel are coming into Jacksonville, Alabama. And I do like the fact he aligned this plan week zero, so he gets two bye weeks through the year. Nice. I think that's smart for jumping up to a new subdivision. Yeah. Uh, Patty C., I think they're better than UTEP, and I think they beat UTEP. I would agree. They're U- dogs currently, by the way. That's, they are dogs in this game. UTEP currently. was a five and seven football team last year, so not a lot of respect being given to that nine and two FCS record for Jacksonville State. I'm taking Jacksonville State at home. Well, then the East Tennessee State Buccaneers come to town. Don't look now. East Tennessee State, not a bad FCS. Not uh, a bad FCS. Three and eight last year. Not a yeah, great. Brand, brand new head coach, though. Yeah. Brand new head coach the year before they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, But I'm taking Jacksonville State to get that one done I'm against the Bucks. 2 0. Hello. And I love this matchup. You got the Gamecocks against the Chanticleers. Two fucking chickens going at it. You're going out to Brooks Stadium, one of my favorite non-con games of the season. Yeah. Let me see. And we said uh, Coastal is keeping uh, the coordinator. Yeah. So the, they this, got Grayson McCall. Yeah. I think they're going to run a lot of the same stuff. We're going to see a fun offensive game here. Jacksonville State at Coastal Carolina. This is a beautiful game. This is a, this beautiful, is game. a beautiful football game. I don't know what to expect, but I guess I got to lean Coastal here. I think I got to lean Coastal too, but. Man, I could see Jacksonville winning this easily, one. easily. I mean, new coach pretty early in the season. That's what week two for Coastal. Yeah, so they could get him. They could. Give me Jacksonville State oh, to wow. get it done. I'm not. I'm not going there. I think Coastal's been playing at a right. higher level of competition for much longer. 
Okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll switch back. Give me Coastal by a field goal. Yeah, field goal. They get a bye week on Saturday, September 16th, and then they host my guy, Chris uh, Creighton, and the Eastern Michigan Eagles. This is a tough one to this project. A fun game, too. No, I think Jacksonville State's speed and talent is just better. We'll than... get the better of them. I don't know. Eastern Michigan plays tough football week in, week yeah. out. Beat Arizona State. Are they going to beat, beat Minnesota? Bog right? down this high powered. Uh, I lean Jacksonville State. I do too. So three and one. Nice to get three home games in the first four weeks uh, to yeah. start the season. Three and one. And then they head to Bowers Stadium in Huntsville, Texas. Take on Sam Houston State. This is fun. Thursday night. There this you go, Bearcats. Getting it, getting the Thursday night flavor going early into your uh well, they're both coming up from the FCS level at the same time here. So. Yeah, this is fun. Did they play last year? I, I, I feel like they did, and I thought they got the best of them. No? Am I crazy? No, no they, they didn't. Okay. Uh, I'm full of shit. Uh, Patty C, it's a sneaky road game. Short week. Five days between games. Gosh, this is a tough game, dude. I'm, uh, give me Sam Houston. But I almost I, feel like the, the short week here favors uh, Jacksonville just because that's a system that you can prepare for. You know, and if you don't have much time to prepare for it, you might get sliced up. Ooh, and Sam Houston is coming off of Houston. Mm. I don't know. I'm taking. I'm taking the Gamecocks. Fuck! I just feel like it's a one possession game. Um, no, I'll stick Pat. All right, you the, got him at what? Four and two? No, three and two. Three and two. Three I and got two. Him four and one. Now they're going to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium on a Wednesday night to take on Stockstill, the NASCAR driver, Rick Stockstill. I think this is the way he pulls the upset, gets it done. Uh, it's, oh, they eight and five last year in Middle Tennessee, beat the shit out of Miami. You know, it's funny because uh, Jacksonville State and JMU, who we just uh, previewed, um, have similar uh, composite talent rankings. Not that that really means much, but I think – if that's a good indication of what's going to happen, look what James you did to Middle Tennessee last year. It could be Jacksonville State whooping the tar out of Middle Tennessee too. I'm leaning Jacksonville State, but that loss it's getting closer. It's back to back away. Yeah, it's getting closer. That's why I think them. they go one and one in that stretch. All right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with you. So what do we got? Uh, so four and two, four and two through the first half of the season. Now the Flaming Libs, Liberty, the Liberty Flames with the. Uh, with uh, Jamie Chadwell. See, I think it's year one. This is Tuesday, October 2nd. <laughs> I love how they play five straight weekday games here. It's great. Who are you taking here? Down in Jacksonville, Alabama. They, they got this. It's year Do one they? for Chadwell. Nah, they don't. I'm taking it. Liberty's more talented. Taking Jacksonville State. I'm going Liberty. Five and or four and three for me. Five and two for me. The win totals five, guys. Now the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky come in there. They can fling the ball around. They can move the rock. I, th I think I might take Western Kentucky. Here. Nine and five last year. Yeah. They beat the tar out of Middle Tennessee. I'll take uh, I'll take I'll take WK. Took Indiana to overtime. Ugh. Do I really want to fade them this hard? No, I'm going upset. I'm a believer so in we still Rodriguez. got it with the same record there. Yeah, five and three, five yeah. and three. Now they head down to Ricardo Silva Stadium to take on the Panthers, the airport. Mike McIntyre. This is a win. Is it? 
you know, they used to be on the same staff together. Oh, little uh one was the DC, one was the OC. Is that right? Yep. Where was that? Ole Miss. At Ole Miss. Yeah. Snap. Give me Jacksonville State to get it done. Yeah. FIU got raided in the portal. Yeah. Uh back to back away here though. Williams Bryce Stadium. Zion Webb, I believe, is from the if memory serves me correct. Well, I don't know. I, maybe I'm full of shit. Uh I know he was at Clemson one, one time. Zion I'm just assuming he's from South Carolina. So okay, he gets a chance. To that's a good question. He's probably from like Georgia, Florida, or Alabama, or Phoenix City, Alabama. Oh, there we go. Patty C, any chance they knock off the Gamecocks? Your boy Beamer, Beamer Rodriguez. It's back. West Virginia, Virginia Tech. Ah, <laughs> uh, close, close to uh, you know, uh, you know, a great old rivalry here. But look, South Carolina coming off this stretch, Florida at Missouri, and then at Texas A and M, and then oh, who? Finally, we got through that tough stretch. We get this easy one against Jacksonville State. Wrong. Jacksonville State coming upset. off a long a long week, Wednesday to Saturday. Not an it's upset, true. though. Not an upset, okay. uh, but closer. That Jacksonville State will cover. So we got them at six wins, right? What do we have them at right now? So I got them at, wait, Florida International. Yeah, six and Liberty. four. So the over's already hitting for us. And and they get a buy, their second bye week on November 11th. Now they're hosting La Tech Sunny Cumbie. This is a win. This seven and win. four, three and nine. La Tech last year. Seven and four. Yeah, and now they go all the way to Las Cruces, New Mexico, to take on Jerry Kill and the Aggies. An upstart, seven and six Aggies last year. Yeah, I got the Aggies winning this one. Oh, maybe they, uh... dude. But they could honestly, besides the South Carolina game, is any game just a hundred percent losable? <laughs> That's uh... why I'm bullish on this over. You gotta be. Look, the Aggies did play one FCS team last year. I don't even know if they're FBS. They might be Division Two for all I know. Valpo? No, they're they're FCS. They're FCS. Yeah. They beat them sixty-five to three. So New Mexico State not afraid of FCS level competition, <laughs> even though they have been that pretty much their whole existence. <laughs> not since Jerry Kill walked through that door, <laughs> buddy. Right. Look, uh, this is a nice schedule. Hammer this over. I think I'm I feel like they're going to win it. I feel like eight and five this is, is a lock or eight and four is what they're going to do. I'll say seven and five to be conservative. But yeah, that's a lock. This is a lock. That's a lock. Over five wins. This this. You'll be hearing this on the on the lock episode in August. I'll put it like this. Yep. I feel very good about this. Let's fucking go. Uh, look, he's on the over. I'm on the over. Before we get out of here, I got a chance to sit down with. Michael Barker, a.k.a. College Football Campus Tour, to talk about his experiences down to Jacksonville, Alabama, to check out these Gamecocks and, and that fan experience. So with no further ado, let me hop on over and give you that interview. Joining us on the College Football Experience, Jacksonville State Gamecocks 2023 season preview episode is... My friend Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour on Twitter. Yes, at CFB Campus Tour. If you don't know Michael, he goes to like six, seven, five, six, seven games a week, and he documents it all on social media on, via his Twitter account. And it's actually one of the best follows you can do if you're a college football fan because you're not only get an awesome photo, you'll get the history of the uh, of the stadium. And just it's just a really cool follow. If you love college football, you got to follow it. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show and, and talking a little Burgess Snow Field here at JSU Stadium. 
Yeah, well, thank you for having me. This is an exciting time for them. They're jumping up to FBS for the first year, so looking forward to talking about Jacksonville State. Yeah, they hire Rich Rodriguez, who's a proven winner. I think there's a lot of excitement. I remember they beat Florida State not that far back on a crazy Hail Mary. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just feel like uh, you, I, I, if you're a Jacksonville State fan, you got to like what's going on here because you you, you got a brand. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what's the history on the stadium? How old is the stadium? So the stadium was built in 1947, um, and the original capacity was 5,000. Over the years, it's expanded to its current capacity of uh, 24,000. Uh, they were a power in the FCS in the 2010s, went to the FCS championship in 2016 against North Dakota State. And like you said, they hired Rich Rodriguez. There's a lot of, there's a, a murderer's row of coaches in the Sun Belt. You got um, uh, Butch Jones at Arkansas State. You got Terry Bowden down at ULM, not to mention the ones that are already at the established school. So you need a big time coach to compete there. And uh, the stadium is actually undergoing a, a big renovation. Uh, it will be under construction during the 2023 season. But what they did is they knocked down the, the building that was in one of the end zones and they're uh, building a huge football operations center, they have luxury suites on top of it. And there are two super luxury suites that will have a deck that people can go out and watch the game, have a, a drink and, and go back and enjoy the the, the amenities in the suite. So uh, it will, like I said, it will be under construction in 2023, but next year it should be ready to go. Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. I got to get out there. What games did you go see there? So I went there in the, the spring FCS season of 2021. So we know that uh, during COVID the FCS, they pushed their season back to the spring to try to get more teams out there. And uh, they ended up fielding, I, I would say like 70% of the teams played. Uh, the Ohio Valley Conference played all Sunday games. So, you know, we got no NFL, nothing. They dominate the channel. And they I went to the season opener against Tennessee Tech. Uh, they beat them 27 to 10. And it, it was fun, you know, obviously reduced crowd with COVID. Uh, they do have, as part of the new look Conference USA, they're playing a bunch of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday games. So they have a Wednesday game, October 10th, and I'm going to go back out there and check it out. So, uh, you know, you get the FCS experience during COVID. You don't think it's going to be the same as the FBS game during the CUSA weeknight game. So I'm looking forward to going out to Jacksonville in October. There you go. October 10th. Is that what you said? October 10th, October 10th folks. If you're out there and you see Michael Parker, you know, hit him up. Come on. Look, the guy's traveling all over the country, attending football games. I'd love to get the Burgess Snowfield at some point, Michael. I appreciate you hopping on the show and folks, everyone give him a follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour. You won't be disappointed. I can assure you that. And maybe one day I'll see you at JSU stadium, Michael. Yeah. You can't get enough football in Alabama. So we're happy to have another one in the FBS and hopefully I can see you there in the future. There we go, brother. Take care and thank you. That was Michael Barker talking a little JSU football and that experience. We got to get down there for a game. I do like that. I mean, that stadium looks like a big house I on know. the side. It's, it's like, great. It's great. I like there it. should be more stadiums that look like big. I mean, the big house itself doesn't look like house. This is the this is the little house. <laughs> It's an actual house. The little house. So Rich Rod went from the big house to the, the little, little house. house. That's what he's saying. Folks, we're both on the over with the Gamecocks. We like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Get on over uh, there. Yeah. 
Bennett. All right, folks, uh, subscribe to the college football experience because not only are we breaking down all 133 teams, the solo podcast like we do each and every year, but because we talk college football year round. Actually, I, I would say that I've never heard any college football podcast go as deep as we do. Hello. So let's go. All right. Uh, subscribe. Tell a friend. Also, check out the FCS college football experience and the college basketball and college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also, check out the sports gambling podcast. We just had an interview with Joe Theismann and Carson Steele, the starting running back for the UCLA Bruins. Got Phil Steele coming uh, soon. So check out all of those episodes. And folks, uh, yeah, get the SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. And come talk Jacksonville State football with us in the Discord. A lot of weekday games this year. It's always great. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. All right. This is the college football experience. Jacksonville State Gamecock style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Oh, what's it